Hi there, this is Tracy again. I'm excited. This is my third podcast. And before, actually, when I started, I was sharing with you about the importance of understanding our teens and addiction and other behavioral issues that are very challenging for families as a whole. My last episode, I spoke about communication and the importance of having a great communication between ourselves and our kids so that when things get really rough, they're going to turn to us and not to the wrong people. I haven't really gone into the depths of addiction, and I stumbled upon an article that I'd written a while ago talking about uh, addiction in teens, and it was based on a call that I received from a student in Emek Israel in Israel who's presenting a radio show about teen addiction. And her questions allowed me to provide a helpful overview on teen addiction and how we as parents can help. Why do teens start drinking? Ultimate question. Of course, it's different for every kid, but there are many reasons. A common cause is peer pressure from friends. As we know, it's rare that our teens are not subjected to peer pressure about one thing or another, which can be very intense at their age. Rarely is there a teen party or outing where alcohol is not included. Teens often feel that they must fit in in order to be accepted. Another reason may be the use of drugs and alcohol as a way to run away from their problems. Of course, the issue is that once they sober up, their problems are still there and sometimes worse than before. Euphoric recall, when they only remember the good parts of their using habits, allows them to keep using mood-altering chemicals to feel better at the time as an immediate gratification, forgetting the real results of their attempts at running away. Some teens use drugs and alcohol as a way to self-medicate when they have psychiatric and other issues. In the case of self-medicating due to psychiatric issues, it's hard to determine what came first, the use of drugs and alcohol causing the mental disorder or the use of drugs and alcohol to deal with an already present psychiatric issue. There is also a family role model factor. When teens see excessive drinking in the home, all of these factors relate to many teens' need for immediate gratification, feeling good now, no matter what the long-term cost is. What causes drug and alcohol use to turn into an addiction? Teens can become addicted when they get accustomed to avoiding their issues by running away, as I mentioned earlier, causing them to live their lives without growing mentally and emotionally, the positive result of dealing with challenges. Simply do not develop the coping skills they need to deal with day-to-day problems, and they take refuge in the escape with the mood-altering chemicals. Of course, if they are using to self-medicate, they often fall into even deeper of a pattern. Both drug and alcohol abuse can be passed down genetically. However, alcoholism tends to jump a generation. Not always, but often. In 2014, a test was actually developed to detect the gene that shows whether someone has a propensity to become an addict. The problem is that when it was shared with those who had it, They often wanted to tempt the results to see whether it was really true and acted out more. 
Some also felt that it was a lost cause, so there was no point in trying to avoid it from happening. How does a teen's addiction affect the family? Well, first of all, it often creates the glass children syndrome, where siblings of the challenged youth don't feel seen due to all of the focus being directed towards the challenged sibling. Brothers and sisters often feel that they don't have the right to issues themselves because they don't want to put more strain on their parents. Another issue is protecting the anonymity of the teen in question. Families usually feel that they need to keep the issue a secret to protect the privacy of the problematic teen or to keep others from judging them. This makes it difficult for the family and the team to get the support that they need. Often out of desperation, parents blame themselves or each other. Sometimes the siblings feel guilty for either having used drugs or alcohol around the problem teen or for not being able to stop them from using. Another problematic outcome is parents finding it hard to recognize anything positive that the challenge teens does, focusing entirely on the negative behaviors. This often pushes the teen farther and farther away, making it hard to support them in recovery. How can we avoid addiction in our teens? Well, we can work on building their self-esteem, catch them doing good. As I once wrote, for every criticism, make sure to compliment them at least twice. Find ways to encourage your teens to set their own boundaries to feel comfortable in their ability to handle situations without needing to run away or use crutches. Encourage them to allow themselves to fall and get up by themselves so that they become aware of their own inner strengths. Make sure they know that you are there for them no matter what choices they make, that they can turn to you to share their mistakes as well as their triumphs, and that they will receive your support either way and catch it early. Keep your eyes open for changes in behaviors and in their friends. Are they pulling away from you and your family? Try to have a few minutes a day with them just to catch up. Encourage them to have friends over so that you can get to know them. Set boundaries to show your teens that you are watching out for them and that you really care. How can a counselor or a therapist help your teen to deal with their addiction? The first thing that has to happen in the therapeutic process is develop a true and trusting relationship. If there is good chemistry between the teen and the counselor, the healing process can begin. The teen generally opens up about how his using started and together they can try to figure out what caused it. Generally, they have kept a lot of secrets from the family and the counselor must explore ways to open up the lines of communication. If the teen trusts that they can be honest without negative consequences, the process becomes easier. I messages are encouraged, such as what I shared with my last podcast. I feel scared when you were out till late and I don't know what you are doing. I wish you would be open with me and share what's happening in your life so that I can be there for you. Also, responsive conversations are very helpful. When you repeat what your teen says to you, so that you can verify that you heard them correctly and show them that you were truly listening. There are support groups in the community for both the teen and the family. Groups such as Alcoholics Anonymous AA, Narcotics Anonymous NA, and Al-Anon for families. Also Naranon for families as well, for drug addicted kids and their families. 
The teen can be evaluated to determine what level of treatment they need if a counselor believes that weekly treatment is not enough. There are many state-sponsored programs that social services can refer your teen to at various levels of intensity. The most important thing to keep in mind is that we can't do it for our teens. They need to have reached enough of a bottom to believe that they need to change. We can't bring it up for them. We can only let them know that when they are ready, we are there for them. But in the meantime, we can't support their self-destructive behaviors and the natural and applied consequences will be theirs to bear. I hope that this was helpful in giving you a little view and an understanding of addiction, how it affects our teenagers and our families and the siblings of our kids, and what we can do to help support them and give them the support that they need, but at the same time providing boundaries so that they understand that we care enough to say no even though they may not be happy with us and may feel like they don't like us at the time, we need to love them enough in order to take that chance because I can promise you years later when they get out of the trouble that they're in now, they'll turn to you and they'll say, Mom, Dad, thank you so much for not letting me get carried away. I hope to hear from you. If you have any questions, you can look at my website, which is on my podcast, www.jerusalemteencounseling.net, and feel free to contact me if you would like a free consultation. Have a wonderful day.